Tony Soto Show. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Tony Soto Show. My name is Tony Soto. So good to be back. Oh, always remember that you can support me by buying my merch at www.thetonysotoshow.com. Just click shop, buy some merch. Also, uh, feel free to go to our iTunes page and give it a little like, a subscribe, and maybe even leave a comment. You know, that helps. I'm going to start doing that at the beginning of the show because I don't know when all of you stop listening to the show. You know what I mean? I don't know um, if you were like, uh, like by the moment when I'm all like, oh, at the end, well, we've come to the end. If you're just like off, I don't know what y'all do. So I got to get that in first. You know what I mean? I got to get the business in first. So the business says there's merch. You should buy it uh, because I love to see my name on people's chests and you should go to the iTunes page and subscribe and like, because uh, that's all I ask of you. That's all I ask of you as listeners of uh, the Tony Sutter show. That's it. Just show me some fucking appreciation. Um, uh, oh my gosh. So before I started to record today, I was on the Instagram and, um, have you heard about this movie, The Whale? Do you know about The Whale? Are you watching The Whale? Have you seen The Whale? I haven't seen The Whale. Now listen, Brendan Fraser, I think, deserves um, whatever accolades he is getting from this. Now, I've not seen it yet. I will see it. I'll see it at some point. Not sure when, but I'll see it. Um, but, you know, Brendan had a rough go because, you know, he had a really budding career and then he was sexually assaulted uh by i don't know if that's alleged still allegedly we'll say it uh by some tv executive or movie executive or some producer or something and then he took a hiatus he he left and now he's doing the whale and uh i don't know much about the whale i don't know what's happening but i know the big story is, is that uh he is a heavy man who puts on a fat suit i don't understand this whole like use of fat suits with already heavy people you know what i mean it's like it's like you need the whole suit I, I, i'm just a little confused about this you know like what happened with actors that used to like you know go above and beyond for their part where's the methods you know what i mean where are those where you remember 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 philadelphia you remember philadelphia that light-hearted romp about hiv well tom hanks sure did lose all that weight in real life uh uh so he could portray that character and uh who else was it who else was it that uh that did it and i i, I feel like he was super pretentious about it uh, christian bale is that right he was a, i think he was a batman at one point too or some kind of character that was a, a superhero but anyway like is it just easier no they ever you know i feel like there have been some actors too have also put on weight for for uh for this is the thing i think you'd get more accolades if you just got a little heavier in real life you know what I mean? Then you wouldn't have all the all the body positive people being like, how dare you steal a job from me? It's like, okay, well, why don't I just get there? You know, let me get there. And then uh and then and then I'm one of you. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um uh, but you know, I, I think that I think that Brendan needs this. He needs a win. Poor guy. You know, the rock basically kind of took over his career too after uh uh, he was invited to be on, after The Rock was invited to be on The Mummy or some shit. I don't know. There's just a lot of drama around Brendan and poor guy. Um, speaking of movies, I mentioned it just on the TikTok briefly, but um, 
let us let us not forget that Tom Cruise is a, is a creep. Like, have we forgot that Tom Cruise is a creep? Let's not forget that Tom Cruise is a creep and that Tom Cruise is in a cult uh, known as Scientology. And he's a pretty big guy in Scientology because he's like, you know, uh, he's a celebrity or what, and he's a he's one of the biggest. And like this Top Gun movie up for an Oscar, I'm like, God, are we just giving any movies Oscars now? And I haven't seen it. I haven't seen the movie. I don't know that I want to see it. I don't think I care. I don't think I saw the first one. Um, but I know that Tom Cruise is a creep, and I know that he produces his own shit, and I know where that money is going. It's going back into Scientology, which is a fucking very dangerous cult that, you know, uh, 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 has abuse things, uh, uh, stories in their history, and uh, and not in their history, in their current. And Miscavige was just fucking, like, served with court papers for trafficking kids. So, like, look, let's be mindful of what we're doing here and what we're watching and who we're supporting, you know? Tom Cruise is a creep. Oh, anyway, so, um, wow, so much rain, <laughs> you know, if you don't live in Southern California, um, we have been getting, uh, a good amount of fucking rain and we've gotten a year's worth of rain in a matter of days. Now, this has led to power outages and this has led to downed trees and this has led to mudslides uh all across southern california and um first we need this rain we need this rain second the air is just so clean right now it's just so lovely third we're gonna have a beautiful green summer. After all this rain, we're gonna have a beautiful green summer. And I don't really know what that looks like because uh, we've gotten the most rain in the past couple of days than we have in the entire time I've lived here. And fourth, I think I'm on four, I'm just so glad we're not Texas. You know what I mean? Like, look, yes, down trees, power outages, mudslides, blah, blah, blah. But at least our apartments aren't disintegrating because it's a little bit of water. You know what I mean? Like, at least we're not dependent on some back hills grid uh uh every time it rains a little bit i'm so glad i'm not texas that's all i'm that, that, the moral of that story and the rain that we are getting is that uh yeah i'm just glad we're not in texas because yeah it's been rough for some people i have a friend who um didn't have power for 65 hours <gasps> and they had pets i mean i don't know what you do in that situation you know like i truly don't know what you do in that situation like um actually during that whole debacle the whole rain debacle um i was watching a friend's pet pets they were one of those multiple cat owners which i don't know if you've listened to this show but i've had my opinions about cats and cat owners but um you know it's a dear friend and uh happy to help happy to help but they're those cat owners that are like well we really want you to, to stay there we really want you to stay there and keep some company to our cats. And I'm like, if you need people to stay there, why are you taking a trip? Badass parrots, just badass. No, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. So I was like, all right, like, here's the thing. I don't like to not sleep at my house. I like to be at my home. Like, unless I'm going to like 
Mexico or some beautiful hotel situation. Like I'm not really uh, someone who likes to sleep out of other folks' houses. I think it's because being raised as a Mexican, like that just wasn't a thing. Unless you were like crashing with your cousins, that wasn't a thing. Like you didn't say, every time I wanted to have a sleepover with somebody, it was always a fight. I mean, don't get me wrong. I got them in. I got them in. But it was always a fight. So I was like, all right, all right, I'll stay. I'll, I'll watch your cats. Um, here's what I have decided. So there's two cats. One doesn't like the other. So I only saw shadows of one. You know what I mean? Sh shadows and glimpses of one. And then the other one, which is the friendly one, was around all the time. But Truth be told, cat owners, and this is what I just want to let you guys know. I don't know that you guys are doing the right thing about having cats because I think the cats don't want to be in your houses. They don't want to be in your houses. They want out. They want out. You know, if they're, if they're if, like, honestly, if, if they spend most of their time under a bed, let them out. But I'm going to tell you, the nice one wanted out. The nice one wanted out. So, all right. One night I went out and I did drink a bit of tequila, all right, fair enough. I was drunk and uh, I was staying at my friend's house watching their animal, all right? Yes, yes, I might've gotten back to that place at like 11.30 midnight, you know? Yes, yes, yes. And then I might have stumbled around and eaten all of their vegan cookies. You might've done that. And yes, maybe that wasn't enough, the vegan cookies. And yes, maybe I did also order Taco Bell on the old Postmates, which ultimately did not get to me until 3 a.m. So I'm sitting there waiting forever for this Taco Bell because, bitch, she needed it. She needed to soak up that booze. She was fucking full. So um, uh, the, the friendly cat is around enjoying the fact that like we're up late and having a good ass time. And I'm like, great. And then, uh, you know, I'm on the Postmates and my food finally starts coming and I see it with the cute Russian guy. So um, uh, uh, the guy pulls up, right? Now, I don't think I'm not a pet owner. I don't have children. I don't think I know that like if I leave a door ajar, nothing's going to come out of my house. You know what I mean? So it's fine. So I have a tendency to sometimes leave doors ajar when I leave out. I went out to grab my Taco Bell and I was like, I was like, no, this boy's really cute. So we chatted for a minute, you know, cause you know, tequila, she was found a little Randy, you know, maybe uh, I wanted to, uh, he was very handsome. So we were chatting a bit, right? And then I go to turn around and thank him for his time. And as I'm turning around, the nice one is just looking at me right by the open door, just looking at me in my fucking eyes. All right, just looking at me in my fucking eyes. And I'm like, oh, hey, kitty. And as soon as I say, oh, hey, kitty, it springs out. Springs out. And I was like, I, now, look, not a mother, all right? Not maternal. Don't really know how to stop things. But I know that if I'm trying to stop something from falling on the ground or something, I just put more of my body in, in the way. So I happen to just move my leg over and kind of pinned the nice cat in between the door frame and my calf. I caught that bitch. Uh-uh. There was no way in hell that was going to become my narrative that I had to explain to my friends that I lost their cat because I was drunk on tequila and fucking chatting with a hot Postmates driver only to turn around and have that poor cat who wanted out anyway, obviously. 
Oh, I grabbed that cat. Like I stopped it with my leg. I grabbed that cat. Um, and I just pushed that cat back into the house. And I was like, I cannot believe you were trying to make that my narrative cat. And when I told one of the owners, I was like, yeah, they tried to bolt. And they're like, mm, that's, you know, we usually let them stay outside. We usually let them stay outside um, in the back. And I was like, oh, no, this was the front. And they're like, oh, that's crazy. That's weird. I was like, but because the thing is, it's like, look, you are familiar. You're a familiar. So they know they can't be trying to escape on you because you're there all the time. I was a substitute. You always while out with a substitute. That substitute, that cat looked at me as like, oh my God, this is my way out. I don't know. I felt, did I, did I, did I miss out on a free willy moment? <laughs> anyway, um, I hope you all enjoyed the show last week. Uh, I had my first interview with, uh, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a bit, it's been a bit since I've done an interview. Um, and I interviewed a, um, librarian who uh works at a public library in illinois and uh you know an interesting thing that, that 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 they talked about was the fact that none of these books that are being banned are assigned reading none of these these are all options like they have the, they're there as an option to read and um you know when we were talking about like all the different styles of books that are being you know banned or whatever it was interesting to find out that of course and I wasn't ignorant to the fact that people have been trying to get the N-word taken out of books, you know, on the on the left, they've been trying to like uh, censor or rewrite books. And that's actually happening again right now. And uh, with with like um, uh, the James Bond author and the guy who did James and the Giant Peach and all those stuff, they're trying to make them a little less uh, abrasive bully language or whatever. And, you know, I think that in that time since last week, I've really decided, you know what, I'm I'm not for any of that. What you read is your choice. If it's not assigned reading, what you read is your choice. And the thing is, is like at this point, put disclaimers in books. But to change books for any purpose, like and and, and look, I know that this is coming from a privileged standpoint, and um, and I'm not the one who has to like when I'm reading a book have to see the N word in it, and I'm not I'm not affected by it the the way that you know a black person would be affected by it. Um, however. When you omit or when you change for any reason, good or bad, whatever your political leaning is, whatever you think is good, whatever you think is bad, if you change it, you are literally rewriting history to fit a narrative that didn't exist. We want so badly, because you know this country has no culture. This country is based on genocide, slavery, um, and capitalism. So there's no culture to this country whatsoever. And um, because of that, because there is no substantial country culture, and it's all just a bunch of mixtures of different cultures, the powers that be want to want to take advantage and paint a history that um, uh, that, that, that that doesn't exist. They want to rewrite something so they look better to who? To the future generations, like the thing is, is like, I think that kids are only getting smarter and more fucking liberal. So this, and, and, and I'm hoping that that, you know what, but listen, if you're going to get worked up about filters and have body image 
issues because filters are a thing, then maybe, yeah, we're all just too fucking soft now. It's all, it's all very, and yes, it is a thing about being soft. It's like, it's like, that is optional reading. If you don't want to read the N-word, don't read the N-word. Don't read that book. Because the thing is, it's like, every time you see a rewrite where it says black person instead of the N-word, you, you're going to know what they meant. You're going to know it was there to begin with. I, I, don't get me started on these TikTok filters. Listen, if you are so confused that you don't fucking look like a fucking cartoon that they build on a phone to make you look cuter, if you if you truthfully have that kind of like disconnect, bitch, get off of social media. I mean, I look. Proud owner of Facetune. I still pay $5.99 a month for that because there are certain adjustments that Tony Soto, the drag queen, needs to have in her photos. And some wig blurring and, you know, you know the essentials. But overall, I know it's not my fucking face. What are we? Are we that dumb? Are we that disconnected? Like, what is, what's happening here? Anyway, shout out to that pregnant lady in jail in Florida who's already giving... Uh, uh, Ron DeSantis's uh, 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 anti-abortion laws and children and fetuses being people laws uh, a run for its money because what a fucking shit show that Florida is. All right. On that note, I'll be right back. I'm going to take a quick break. Tony Soto Show. All right. I am back. Um, Excuse me, my goodness. Uh, pardon me, what a fucking gross bitch I am. Um, so today I want to talk about, oh God. Um, I mean, the world is on fire. Uh, the world is on fire and there are so many uh, gaslighty, look over there, distraction bullshit that is happening right now that it's almost insane. Uh, recently, um, Tennessee being good old forward thinking Tennessee that it is. And listen, Tennessee, I know that I have some listeners in Tennessee and y'all need to get your shit together because it's fucking wild. What's happening there? Get your shit together. Um, but the first bills, anti-drag queen bills, uh, have passed in Tennessee. So there's a lot of, um, legislation out there all across the country and all, well, by all across the country i mean in the inbred red flyover states um there's this push to eliminate drag and i just want to say now now that the drag um bans are happening that this truly has less to do about drag queens and everything to do about transgender people. This is a fight. This is a distraction that was implemented by the Christian right so that they could continue to molest kids uh, because that's what they're doing. If you're focusing on news outside of fucking Fox, you're seeing that Christian pastors and youth ministers are being fucking busted for child bullshit, sexual assaulting bullshit, um, like crazy. So what's the best thing to do? Like in the way of the Catholic church, you create other enemies, other distractions, homosexuals, blah, 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 now drag queens. And really this is about transgender people because these, these bills are saying that drag queens can't perform in public and that you can't be in uh clothes that isn't, that doesn't appear to 
to to represent your gender, I guess. So they're saying, like, if you're a non, if you're if you're if you're a trans person who has a hard time passing, you're always going to be having someone watching it. This this reminds me of that that like the three piece rule that they used to do um, before Stonewall, which if they uh, walked into gay bars and lesbians had. They had to have like they could wear suit pieces, but they had to have panties on. They had to have nylons. They had to have female representing stuff, um, uh, so it didn't make. I, I I don't get what this is all about, except for the fact that you don't want trans people to exist. Like there's legislation saying that now um, that uh, trans kids need to uh, have a year to detransition. Like what is this? What is this push? Like. How many trans people do you know? Like truthfully, like like when you think of trans people, do you have personal relations with trans people or is it just the boogeyman that has been created in the media? Like tell me what this whole situation is like because look, the people that are going to suffer in this are all the trans folks every trans person, whether you're a performer or not, they're coming for you, they're gunning for you. And if you have means to leave your fucking awful states, do it. Like if you are listening to my voice and you're in Florida and you have the means to bail, bail, get the fuck out of there. Make their system crush on itself. Like, like, uh, I, I just, you know, I'm really kind of in my head about this right now because I have done drag queen story hours. Luckily, it was before they started getting protested. Like, I don't think I would do a drag queen story hour now because I don't want a fucking picket situation. I'm also not a drag queen who twirls at a lot of brunches. Um, uh, not that that um, I don't think brunches are necessarily getting picketed, but the the child molesting conservative Christian right are trying to paint it up like drag queen story hours are also like brunches, which just isn't really a thing. But I'm all I've always been a nighttime bitch. You know what I mean? I do shows at night. I do shows at gay bars where gay shit's supposed to happen. Um, but the people who are ultimately going to suffer in this situation are trans folks and local drag artists. Local drag artists. Because local drag artists, local drag performers are the community. You know what I mean? And it's like, when you're out basically on the front lines, if like your brunches are being picketed, if the story hours that you do so that you can help enlighten youth are being picketed by violent fucking people uh, dressed in literally what any leather daddy would wear at a fucking circuit party with their fucking leather vests and whatnot. Basically, you're all a bunch of bears. That's going to make it more difficult for... I mean, it's going to, like, first of all, as Americans, we have to fucking think that our safety is in question at all times. We never know when we are going to be shot, <laughs> truthfully. Like, you never know when someone is going to get road rage and fucking run you out the road. You don't know what's going to happen in this country. Everyone's so mad. But like, I recently had a discussion with uh, one of my favorite game show gals, um, and uh, we ended the conversation before it was going to turn into an argument because I feel like it was going to turn into an argument only because, look, game show gals are pedestaled now. Game show gals, in my opinion, are not community 
Queens any longer because they're not really in the trenches unless of course they're ones that you know after being on the game show became local girls again but i'm talking about like the really commercial bitches who are like traveling the world and traveling to different states and touring um this said drag queen is headed to um tennessee and uh, i'm looking at you tennessee you're a fucking shithole man and uh and i was like you know do you have security like do you have heightened security because like you know nothing's going to happen to you the least the, the most that's going to happen to you is probably your show is going to get protested which will fucking look you know will, which might make news or might not who fucking knows but like i was like i i when when they said that they were going to tennessee i was kind of like well you know girl i wish that you know fucking what and she's like you know those people the people in the audience aren't the ones who made this happen. And I'm kind of like, but yeah, they are kind of the reason that it happened because they voted, majority voted. We, we're only talking in majorities and minorities now here, honey. We got to generalize when it comes to the fucking uh, G, uh, when it comes to uh, uh, the fucking regular public. You know what I mean? We have to generalize. So a majority of Tennessee voted for politicians knowing damn well they had anti-LGBT stances, knowing damn well that that was the case, knowing damn well that they fucking campaigned on the fact that they wanted to end drag, blah, 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 stay, save our children from being molested by drag queens uh, so that way um, the priests and the fucking preachers don't fucking lose from the, their crop of kids that they can fucking fiddle. Fucking hypocrisy, boots. No drag queen is molesting kids. Just, I mean, I don't know how that can be dispelled. But anyway, back to the disagreement. So she was like, she's like, I don't, you know, those people didn't do it. And I was like, you know, but the thing is, it's like, if we're going to sit here, if we're going to be like, all cops are bad, if we're going to be here, like, uh, there are, there's not just a few bad apples, like, like, yeah, they might be in the minority and they might not fucking want drag queens to be canceled, but it fucking happened there. And I know I don't want to step into the way of anyone's coin, blah, blah, blah. But I feel like if you are rich enough, if you have enough money, these states have to be punished in ways. That's like, you know, when, when Georgia says that, you know, um, when, when, the, when the, the, the film community or whatever, or Georgia was being all fucking wild, they're like, you know, we're going to stop bringing movies here. Um, like, I think Disney just needs to fucking leave Florida. Just fucking abandon Florida. Go build somewhere else and leave them with a goddamn skeleton to remember fucking what they are. Trash. But I'm like, look, yeah, the people that are going to see these shows with these commercial game show girls, sure, they didn't vote against you. Maybe some did. Oh, maybe some did. That's the thing, too. They can like you but hate everyone else. And this, and this just all goes into like, why, what is so wrong with punishing the fucking intolerant and racist and bigoted people out there by saying, I'm not coming to your fucking city. This is the whole reason we have a problem with fucking racism to the point in this country as we did, because we never punished the South. The South needed, you know what? You want to know why Germany is so fucking good right now? Because they got punished by the world for that Nazi bullshit. But we had a bunch of fucking inbred yokels that didn't want to work. 
rise up against our fucking government, have a civil war, and then we're just like, let's build you back up. Let's build you back up. Let's keep your state rights in order so that way you can make laws that are going to make it even more difficult for the um the 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 free slaves to fucking get anywhere. Like, let's just keep your racism in full check. Let's keep your hatred in full check. So this is my whole thing. Like, like this doesn't hurt the game show girls. They're going to continue to do their fucking tours. They're going to continue to go do their fucking theater shows in all these problematic states and make all that coin. And it's going to be fine. But that's why, to me, they're not community anymore. How many people, like, let me let me think about the fucking, oh, let's talk about the Chicago fucking bullshit. The Chicago rise up against uh, the Gaberhood's uh, bars because they were problematic. Like, how quickly did that catch, like, oh, don't perform at that bar. Don't perform at that bar until they get their shit together. Like, how hard is that to do? I, I just I just don't get it because it's like it's like like punishment has to be has to happen. There have to be there has to end punishment or accountability. Call it whatever you want, but soften it however you want. But accountability, there's no accountability for these states if um, they can sit there and picket a drag queen story hour where they're just trying to read to kids and say that they're fucking sick pedophiles. But then be like, oh, but I can't wait to go see my favorite RuPaul's Drag Race girl. <laughs> make it make sense. So until the game show girls start fucking like, you know, actually the ones that until these famous game show girls, because I know there's a lot of girls that went through that fucking show that are not famous and they are not doing anything. And I understand that. But the fucking really famous ones, the ones that can fill arenas. Until those commercial bitches start saying, hey, we remember where we're from. Well, I remember that we used to be community. You're not. You're not. And yeah, there's been a few like, uh, you know, I think Eureka and everyone has like, you know, shared on their social media. Great. But are you performing there? Share on your social media. That's great. Let people know what's happening. Absolutely. Information is the key. But are you still working there? And I don't want to ever, like, the, the, my, the queen who is going to be in Tennessee is someone who I love very much. And I know that they think they have a point with saying that the people that are going to see their show um, are not the problem. But you don't know that. And a majority of the people in that state voted for the problem. And now the problem has happened. So I don't know. I don't know. It's just, it, it's, it's, it's hard because look, like when, when local girls are too scared to fucking, it's not there yet, but I mean, I'm sure, but I live in LA. I live in a blue bubble. I don't fucking know. It's not, it, I don't feel unsafe, but I'm saying like when drag artists uh, feel unsafe and can't make their minimal coin that they make because they're not on a goddamn game show, but they feel danger, but you're a rich clown now and you can afford security. There's a disconnect there now. We're not the same now. 
And the drag economy is still fucking new. So the fact that you have forgotten your way in fucking 12 years or 15 years, however long the show has been going, is very odd. It's very odd to me. But maybe that's just because, you know, I'm an underpaid, I'm an underpaid local drag queen who, if violence starts occurring on the streets of LA in front of drag shows, yeah, I might be less fucking uh, excited about going to work. All right. Well, we've come to the end of the show. Uh, I hope you all enjoyed it. Guys, if you uh, want to know what I am doing in drag, then please go uh, follow Tony Soto Productions on Instagram. That'll give you all the details and all the drag shows that I have going on. Remember, Battle Babies is every Wednesday at Stash in West Hollywood at 10 p.m. Come out and see that. It is a year-long show. So if you are a performer who uh, wants a stage, if you go to Tony Soto Productions, uh, the link in the bio will take you uh, straight to the application. So I'd love to see you if you are an LA drag artist and uh, you want to be one of my babies. Um, also, oh, oh, learn the words, bitch is coming up on March 6th. That is in uh, at Akbar in Silver Lake. And we have Bible Girl and Matt Legrand as our guest judges. So that'll be fun. Sign up is 8.30, showtime is at 9.00. And of course, I am the Tony Soto Show on Instagram and TikTok. So uh, feel free to give a bitch a follow. I'll be back again next week with more of this. Bye.